Welcome to the Irish Mummy Podcast, where we get real about marriage, motherhood, business and success. The show where you get to know that you don't need to choose between motherhood and success. Welcome to the Irish Mummy. On this episode, we are going to be discussing how you can overcome stress and suffocation in your marriage during lockdown. This is one of those episodes where I think I'll just be quiet. And I think I'm just going to laugh because just so many funny things have come up that I know secretly every single household is going through yeah, right now. Funny in hindsight, some of them. So one of the stories I'm going to start off with, because this is so true. And if you're saying this is not happening in your house, you're lying to yourself <laughs> mm. or you're lying to us. So we have this kind of funny thing is that, you know, when you're at home and you're, well, now we'll call it lockdown, but you know, when you're at home together and you're living out of each other's pockets, it's kind of like sometimes you take on this approach. Well, if if we're all going to be miserable, we need to be miserable if together. We're, in this, we're all going down together. <laughs> So it's kind of like you're all hanging out together and you're getting under each other's feet and there's like these moments where like everything just seems to escalate and then you see your partner try to leave the room <laughs> and straight away you're like, where are you going? <laughs> and they say, I'm just going to the toilet. And you know, deep down that's cue for, I just need to get away for two minutes, leave me alone. I thought, I thought that you were like super, super, super regular. And... I'm actually not even talking about me. I'm talking about you. As soon as I oh, see Adam God. walk towards the door. And the thing is, when someone says they're going to the toilet, you can't deny anyone the privilege no, of going to the toilet. I must admit, I did go in there <laughs> and just sit in there today. <laughs> so, I, just, I just sat in there. And the worst thing about our house at the minute is one toilet has no lock. And the other one, when you lock it, sometimes it can jam. So there's... No, there's, it doesn't jam. You just need to know how to do it. Exactly. So it's kind of like the risk. If you use the toilet that does have a lock, you could get <laughs> the risk of getting locked in, which I don't like that type of claustrophobicness. So let's talk about... So obviously we've... Now that, now that that's over. Now that that's over. So that's kind of the gist for where we're going with this. Is it, you know, if we're all going to go down we're going to go down together. Whereas what we've kind of recognized is when you're feeling like that, it's better to let one person escape for 20 minutes or 30 minutes and get their head together. Even if you're the one stuck in the and mayhem. To, and to be honest, I don't really have a horse in this race because you're 32 weeks pregnant. So like, I can't be like, Oh, well, I'm so tired. Or I'm, he still says that. Rosie, so, Rosie pulls a pregnancy card. So I actually don't, I don't pull the card. I only, I pull it when I absolutely need to. So let's talk about different things we're doing. So some of the things that Adam does to get his little bit of headspace are. Go shopping. So go shopping. So that's like if he, if he actually needs to leave where we live to actually physically go buy things. But we have a little. Um, so our garage is underneath the buildings it's a it's a it's a small condominium and there's you take a lift down to the garage down to the garage and uh, we've got a, a garage with an automatic door and everything like it. it's a big double garage and we've just we've just got a, a bit of food and i've got a freezer and stuff down there um just because 
the kids just read everything up here so it's easier to keep it down there and just a, a few extra supplies. So if we need something I did, I did, in the I house. I did catch myself today. This is funny. I did catch myself today. Um, I was forward planning for what we would need for tomorrow for breakfast and I'm like, oh, we need some more frozen raspberries. And I'm like, you know what? I might accidentally forget on purpose so I can do another trip down in the morning so, and just go and hide in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam will be like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go shopping or, oh, we need something. I'll just go to go shopping. And then I'm like, are you going out or are you going to the, to the garage? And he's like, to the garage. So Adam's little getaways are to go down to the garage to collect a food item. And to put the bins out. And to put the bins out. So there's his getaway. Obviously, the toilet is the getaway. <laughs> and then you like to have a bath where you just chill out in the bath. Yeah. But that's, but the I have to, we have the ability to lock half of our house off. So I have to lock it off. But then the kids just bash on the door. Well, when we lock, so this is the thing. When we lock a door, so we've a, we've a little hallway door and then that leads into a bathroom and there's two bedrooms. When we lock that door and the kids can't get to the other side, they're accepting that who is ever on the other side, they can't get to them and then they just leave the situation alone. If that door is not locked, the kids just cannot help themselves. They just have to go find the person who's who's ran away to get a bit of headspace. So what we decided was, okay, let's lock the door. If if we're serious about giving someone headspace to do work or to just chill out, we'll lock the door. So they're, they're kind of Adam's little things. My ones are, my getaways are, if I can, I can pretty much power on, but if I get to stage where I get like a really, like a burst of tiredness where I'm really, really tired and I want to get stuff done at nighttime when the kids are in bed, I'll take a nap during the day. So that's when I'll I'll play my pregnancy card. But in fairness, I only play it when I really... It's probably... When I need to play it. Two times a week. Yeah. So it, it's good. And then my other... I'm With bursts to, up to five. <laughs> I'm trying to think what, what are my other getaways. Adam is probably... Your bathroom <laughs> breaks can go for significantly long periods of time. I don't think they do. I think you just don't like, you just count every second with the kids when they're in mayhem mode as like hours. So I could literally be gone to the toilet like and I'll years. hear like, Rosie, where are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? I need help. And he'll tell me all the things that he's doing with the kids that he doesn't need my help for, but that he's telling me what he's doing. So we're in the fifth week of lockdown here. So you can obviously tell that we're going a bit. <laughs> but the toilet one was funny because it's kind of interesting. It's like, <laughs> if you don't want to cause conflict in your house and you don't want, you know, to come up against a debate. Let like, the other person go to, go to the toilet. No, but you don't want to come up with the debate. Like say someone says, I need a break. When someone says that, if the other person needs a break, then they can counteract that with like, well, don't you think I need a break? But when you say you're going to the toilet, <laughs> no one can really judge that and they can't really argue. Like they can't say you just went to the toilet five minutes ago or didn't you go an hour ago? Like it's it's a non-debatable subject. But if you And mention- we're adults enough not to ask for proof. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like it- coming out making a smell of hands to show that it, she washed them. So Saoirse is so cute. She was going through a phase there where you really had to monitor washing her hands. She goes to the toilet 50 times a day. <laughs> she really does. So we were like really telling her like she has to wash her hands and it got to the point where she would say she was but she wasn't so I would say can I smell your hands so I could smell the soap so now and that's risky business every time she comes out she like like tells me she can 
to smell her hands. And if she doesn't ask me to smell her hands, I send her back in because I know she definitely didn't I, watch I'm, I'm going to hijack this episode. I'm going to hijack this episode. Let's, uh, like, because this is all, like, stuff to, to help stabilize marriages and stuff. But let's talk about some of the funny things that are happening as a result of, of, of lockdown. Like, Saoirse gets changed five times a day. Yes. Exactly. But In and pro- out of, and it could be but an outfit and then pajamas. But it's not, but it's not just, just like a shirt or, or a pair of pants. Like she'll, she changes underpants. She changes <laughs> socks. So when you're going through and then she just puts them all in this big monstrous <laughs> pile. Poor Sish, we're talking about it behind <laughs> her back. But it's funny. She's anyway. so cute. But then when you're trying to work out where the things are clean or dirty, you literally have to smell them because <laughs> there's just this big mountainous pile of clothes. She could have had them on for 10 minutes seven for seven days or she could have not worn them you have no idea it's so funny so it's i saw you in there the other day putting hanging them hanging them i just hang everything back up (laughs) it's just but it's but it's really interesting because i think this this time has allowed us to understand our own like unique little personalities and quirk but also what triggers us as well like there's some things that you and i have have sort of We've butted, not butted heads, but like there's been a slight bit of friction around like, um, I don't know, like just simple things, but it's not actually, this, this has given us the perfect, perfect opportunity to deal with this stuff, these patterns and stuff. So this is a really interesting thing. When you're by yourself, you just get on with it and you just do everything and it's easy because you know you're the only one. But when there's someone else there, it's so tempting or you just have this like bad habit of being like, can you help me? And then you're both half-heartedly trying to do something that takes forever that you could have just done by yourself. I think that's one thing. It's like you get so caught up in the idea that things are tiring that you ask for help so it's like we were bathing Dahi and Adam's like Rosie can you come in here and sit here and watch him for a minute I want to leave the room and then I come in and I sat down and then I'm like oh do you have his clothes and do you have his nappy and okay let's dry him and let's change him and it's like the two of us are like coordinating something that like (laughs) Yeah, one of us would just, normally just, just have done it's just ridiculous. and the whole process was like took so long and it was so drawn out and then I'm like why didn't one of us just do it like well what? I was I was cooking dinner at the same time <laughs> so I like like I, I, yeah I, but even though you were cooking dinner I was doing other stuff as well <laughs> so I, that that's currently no one remembers <laughs> <laughs> I was probably but, but, cleaning the 50 outfits just, just so everyone knows Rosie's at the stage of the pregnancy because she's only got the little arms where she needs me to put her socks on. <laughs> she can't get her little arms past her belly. She's like a T-Rex. <laughs> and it's funny. I was saying to Adam was like busy doing something and I wanted my socks on really quickly. And Adam like has this habit of saying in a minute. And it's like, you don't know when that minute's going to come. So I say, hey, Paddy, will you help me put my socks on? Now you can imagine when a child struggles to put their own socks on, trying to put socks on a, a pregnant person. So he was putting it on. He was like... Whoa, mom, it's really hard to put your socks on. And he was like, you know, struggling with the one foot. And Adam just got so annoyed looking at how slow Paddy was putting on one sock that he came and put on my other sock. But it was kind of funny because in those little moments, I need help. Yeah, I just, uh, a T-Rex. What was the T-Rex? You know, T-Rex have those little tiny arms. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Like <laughs> it's so weird because my bump just out of nowhere went from being like 
normal to like it's really hard to do things so my other thing now is I realize that I I so today I realize that because I'm obviously more pregnant I can't really pick up dahi and like cuddle him because my bump is so in the way and if I'm standing up it's tiring and if I'm sitting back on the couch the weight of the bump is like too heavy so I was actually thinking today I can't really especially Dahi, just because he can't hold his own weight properly. I can't fully hug him. So anyway, I had this, um, the, the exercise like ball, Swiss ball sort of the thing. Swiss ball. And I was sitting on it today because it's easier for me to be sitting on that than sitting on the couch. So as I was sitting on it, Dahi was like, you know, wanted me to pick him up. So I picked him up and I put him on my knee. And because the ball was supporting my body weight and because I was sitting you know up straight it was easier at my bump I actually got to cuddle him and bounce him on the ball so it's kind of interesting how obviously a I'm I'm, I'm pregnant but b during lock time you're you're actually more aware of when you're not spending as much time with your kids or you're not able to do certain things with your kids you get more creative with actually being with your kids so I think that's one thing we've noticed is we're we're trying to give each child individual time because they're so suffocated together all day so what we've done this week to give each child more individual time is is that Adam will go out with Paddy outside to play in the garden by himself and I'll stay in with Saoirse then I'll put Dahi down for his nap and I'll take Saoirse outside to spend time with just Saoirse. So they've both got an individual time. And then Dahi throughout the day will try to just give him a little bit of time here or there where it's individual to him. And I think that's one thing that we we kind of, you know, when we're all in it together and we're sticking together too much is that the kids really do need individual time. And that's, that's seeped over into our work, our workflow as well. Like, um, like we'll, we'll, we'll sort of bounce back and forth during the day. I'll, I'll be with the kids and you'll be like posting or doing whatever you need to do. And then like probably four nights out of the six, cause obviously we're not doing anything on Sundays. Um, we'll do stuff together. And then the other two nights, you'll go to bed early, you know what yeah. I mean? And then you wake up at like ridiculous o'clock and have inspiration to write or whatever like that. So we, we're, we're, we're allowing each other space as well. So it's kind of like tag teaming. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's working really good. And, and when you think about like, um, one thing that is, is I've, I've really realized is, um, cause one of your big strengths is communication. And you love communicating. And, and when we're coming and going, I never really realized how much you love communicating. And like, I love getting stuff done and I love getting stuff done without really thinking about things. I just go straight into action mode. And um, obviously that has can, can create. What he's saying is that when he's doing something, he does not want to listen. That's what he's actually exactly. saying. Right exactly. Exactly. And Rosie, because Rosie will, um, she'll wake up early and then like she wakes up at like three or five and then comes up, I don't know, lightning bolts hit her or something like that. And then goes. Not all the time. Not all the time. A few days a week. And then like I'm, I'm, I generally am up first with the kids. Then Rosie will come out and it'll just be, I had this great idea and I'm like, oh, just please, just 
just let me eat some cereal. Like, give but me then, a break. But then this is a funny thing. If I don't come out of the room and I go to write down the idea, he comes in looking for me. So this is kind of another interesting thing with human behavior is that when someone wants you, you want your own space. And when someone doesn't want you, you're looking to get into their space. And I find that's a really... So I'm playing hard to get when I'm feeding the kids so, in the morning. So I find it really interesting with Adam is that if I'm in his face, he's like, you know, trying to get the other direction. But if I'm trying to take my own space, he's in looking for me. So that's another thing that I think probably every couple actually goes through. It's like an unconscious behavior and it's just, you you don't want to be left out. So it's like when I'm in doing my own little thing, it's like all of a sudden there's like Adam, then Paddy, then Saoirse and then Dahi. <laughs> I think, and I think one of the, one of the hardest things for me to overcome and then obviously the knock on effect of that is like literally not having that achiever in me fueled. Like my and and then and then the things so so the things that I would usually do to achieve like work and stuff like that it just aren't happening during the day, so now I'm taking everyday household tasks and making them horrible because I'm turning them into my achiever list like brushing teeth, you know what I mean? It's like a dictatorship of household chores. It's like going to bed. It's like well I've got to try and get it done. And it's like so it's it's been interesting balancing out like those strengths that we have that usually are met in different ways. But because of lockdown, now now they're, we've, we've gone from like, I've gone from an unconscious space of being hijacked by that achiever strength for a little while to now having to like, you know what, this is, this is destroying the harmony and sanctity of our home. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our bedtime routine for the kids. Adam takes... Paddy and Searsha because they're in one room and I take Dahi because he's still in our room. So I put Dahi into his cot and then I actually lie down on the bed beside the cot and just let him go to sleep in the dark and he goes to sleep within a couple of minutes and Adam goes out to the other two kids, reads them a story, tells them a story and then they go to sleep. Now at the minute I've got a good deal because Dahi is so active during the day now he goes to sleep like super, super quick. So I actually get my space as soon as Dahi goes to sleep because I can get back up and I can... And it's so fast. Like literally, seriously goes, oh, mom, Dahi's asleep. She's getting back up now. I'm like, oh my God. So I, I get to get back up and then that's when I get a little bit of quiet time. But if I'm... And then I can do some work. But if it's like where I'm really tired, what I do is I'll... When I put Dahi to bed, I actually might go to bed. So like last night, we were meant to record episodes last night. And, I, and you, I thought you were dead at so, some point. So what happened was, so last night I actually um, took out my contact lenses, took off my makeup and I got into my pajamas so that when I was putting Dahi to bed, I wanted to see how my body actually was, whether I could actually get back up or it was better to stay in bed. But what happens is when I go to bed early what happens normally is then I might wake at about four or 5am. And if it's, if it's closer to like the five or 6am, I'll just get up and then I get my quiet time. So that's kind of one thing where like I, I juggle it a little bit is Mm -hmm. if I want to get my quiet time (laughs) during our COVID-19 lockdown, I either go to bed early and then I get up early and no one's up or the opposite. You stay up late. 
Like yeah, I, stay up I late. rarely ever have gone to bed before you for so long. And then like now I'm like quite a few nights I'm in bed way before you. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting. So for me, lockdown is actually proving very beneficial because you know what I, I would think as well, if I, if I, if lockdown wasn't happening right now and we were in our normal life existence, I'd probably be way more tired more of the time, but because I'm not having to do lots of things now outside of the house, I'm getting to reserve a lot more energy, which is actually giving me more creative time now. So lockdown is serving me, but poor Adam. <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm, I'm good. You, you are doing uh, really, really good. Because it's, it's been really healing because, because, um, there's no escape. Like if I, cre- if I create a, like a, like an intense situation, cause I'm trying to get a billion things done. Like I can't just, I'm not leaving. There's not all these gaps in the day for it to diffuse. Like I have to literally deal with what, what's going what you're on. Creating. It was really good. So I've been working through the patterns of like this annoyingness of, of having to be busy all the time, which is, is just, it's just not real. And the other thing that's really good is as we're coming up against things like, like if, if as adults we are struggling with lockdown, then obviously children are struggling with lockdown as well. So one of the really positive things that I've noticed is that we, that's been happening is when we've struggled with things in lockdown, it's created space for us to talk to the kids about it being okay if they're struggling with things. So like if a child has a tantrum or a meltdown or you know, things like that. It's like explaining to them, like, this is actually a hard situation and like you're doing your best. So, you know, after the meltdown is over, like being able to have that conversation, like we're all struggling, you know, this is new for everyone. And we just want you to know that you're doing a great job. And I think that's the other thing, like say for me, I've, it's, it's, it's allowed me to acknowledge, you know, to Adam that, this is a hard situation for his type of personality. Like lockdown is more suitable for me than it is for Adam. So I think sometimes when, 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 you know, if you see a child having a hard time, you're probably more understanding, but if your partner's having a hard time, it's easier to be like, just grow up. But I think it's actually made me realize, you know, sometimes instead of Adam having to ask or sneak off, I realized that I need to proactively tell him, you know, do you want to go do something or you need to do something tomorrow where you get headspace because this isn't working for you being so confined. So I think that's the main thing is like for your marriage um, is that you're helping each other out as opposed to sending each other to breaking point before you help each other out. I'm going shopping for six hours tomorrow (laughs) for left-handed surgical gloves. This is so funny. So we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, you do not need to choose between motherhood and success. And if you would like to know how we prioritize our life, you can download our or my free ebook, The Sequence of Success at www.theirishmummy.com. Bye.